Yeah? So he says, having a new employer, being more all-powerful, it's going to take care of you. So the new employer, so non-duality is sort of like that. It's negating two-ness, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, and if you want to get a sense of the two-ness, it's implying is the sense of subject-object. Yeah, so this would be an object, yeah? You can see it. I can see that. So it's an object. To what? To a subject. Yeah. So in this case, very, very lazily, the language would say Paul is the subject while also being the object. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the confusion. So the object has been attributed to subjectiveness. Yeah. So that which is seen has been referred back to Paul, the object, as the seer, yeah? This is what non-duality is negating. It's just saying that's not true, yeah? So, uh, and then what happens is you run into the futility of using that, that two-ness to arrive at some kind of idea of oneness, yeah? Because all it will be will be threeness, There'll be the oneness idea with the two-ness of, of us. So, so this is more about looking uh, at the fundamental structure of what we call us and what we call life and just seeing if the invitation fits you. Yeah? So if it doesn't, it's, uh, it doesn't matter. You know? It really doesn't. So if you... If you feel like you uh, feel like you're going to arrive somewhere through devotion, don't put it on you. We'll start it soon. Through devotion or whatever, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The thing is, is if if you hear the invitation and this sort of like shoe fits, you wear it, and then that will there'll be a lot of revelation coming from that. You won't have to be looking for revelation. You'll be the observation of revelation, yeah? Mm -hmm. Things will change and they'll start, uh, become obvious, yeah? And so you're on to something, so uh, we'll just go into it. But basically the non-duality, if you look at it, it's not, it's a negation. It starts out as a negation, yeah? It's not saying oneness, it's saying not two. Why? Because the two-ness will obscure the oneness. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So the importance isn't to see the oneness, it's to see you're not the two-ness, because then you find out you are the oneness. Yeah? You can't use the oneness to look for itself. It doesn't work. Yeah? We're assuming that we're something that isn't what we're looking for, so it makes sense to look for it, yeah, with the hopes it's going to make our life better or give us something that we can't seem to get now. But if we're using what we're looking for to look for itself, that goes off. Yeah, there's something off in that. Yeah, yeah. So that's the whole point. So that's it. It's the end of the talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really going over and over and over and over and over and again. Because as soon as you start describing what you are, it does, to me, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah? If you keep describing what you are to what you're not, it doesn't go anywhere. 
Now, I like to describe it. I like to describe what we're not to what we are. That goes somewhere. Yeah. So here, we're sitting here at this meeting, let's say, and the way the perceptions would tell us what's happening would be this guy in front, who I have no idea who it is, is talking to me about something. As if, and then there's just a lazy assumption that Paul has that which it's, he's talking about, yeah? So Paul may have something that you don't have, and he's trying to impart that to you out of its, its credible benevolence, yeah? I mean, I've taken a Wednesday night out to come here to help you, yeah? <laughs> that's how it could be seen, but that's not really what's happening, yeah? I want everyone to be clear. I'm, it's not me that's giving you this, this is transmitting this message, I'm telling you. So, and it's not you that I want the message to get to. Yeah, so I want to get it to what we are. And I know what we are, like when I was growing up in Catholicism, they'd have these, Catholic, you know, we'd have religious classes and they'd always say the three attributes of God is that it's omnipresent, meaning it's everywhere, it's omniscient, it's all-knowing, and it's omnipotent and all-powerful. So if I'm trying to, if I'm uh, throwing the message to that which is everywhere, I can do it like this, throw it here, there, yes? My whole point is I'm trying to get it over your ability to grab it, yeah? See, you're not, see, you're wanting to get the message is the biggest obscuring of the whole freaking thing, yeah? So... So I'm hopefully throwing it over your mental head so that it will get through, sort of like spiritual sperm, you know? <laughs> We're releasing the message. We don't take big pauses and we don't do meditation because to me, the head just regroups. It just gets, it gets to be you again and then you got a freaking, and then you again, it just regroups. Like, you know, if you broke a, a thermostat, the mercury separates and then just fucking goes back. It's just unbelievable, yeah? So I'm not a believer in giving it much time to regroup, so we overwhelm, hopefully, the system. So when you're thinking, oh, I really get, and there'll be another one to get, another one to get, with hopefully, you can't keep juggling all the balls, and then they'll just drop, yes? That's so beautiful, really. So we're throwing a message to everywhere, so I can't miss it, yeah? And it's coming from everywhere. So everywhere is talking to everywhere. That's the whole point. And instead of talking to you about everywhere, which I have found out through very, very, uh, a lot of observation watching these talks go on, that that doesn't go anywhere. To talk to, talk to you about what is doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. Yeah? But to talk to what is about you, go somewhere. So we're hoping that the spiritual sperm, just one of them, will reach the mother egg. Yeah? And when it hits the mother egg, or the raw mind, R-A-W, that mother egg will conceive of an idea. And the idea is, hey, I may not be that. Yeah? Meaning this. Yeah? It's not this saying, I may not be this. That doesn't go anywhere either. It's what you are saying, hey, I may not be this. And as soon as it entertains that idea, the possibility of being free arises, which is I can be free from that which I'm not. And then what happened with me when this occurred, 
it showed me in a flash that I had been trying to be free as what I'm not most of my life since about six years old. I've been trying to get out of me as me, yeah? And that was the, that's the whole freaking dilemma, yeah? I've been trying to get out of what I'm not as what I'm not. Now the beautiful thing is you see you're not in what you're not. That's the out. That's the out that doesn't have an opposite. That's the prior out. I'm not in that which I want to get out of, yeah? Or you can look at it as uh, how much time and how much effort would it take to escape from an imaginary place? No time, no effort. In other words, or how, what would the, when would the salvation from a non-existent thing be available, like all the time? <laughs> because it's a non-existent thing that you're giving the power to cause you not to be in salvation. It's non-existing, yeah? It doesn't, you don't have to kill it because it never lived. You don't have to check its pulse to make sure it's, it's dead because it never was alive, yeah? You are that, and that's that, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, so. But see, when you hear you are that, that which you're not claims to be the hearer of, what, of that. And so now that which you're not goes, I'm that. But I'm that as what I'm not. That's why it's not going anywhere. See, how hard would it be if I shared the message, you're a lion, and you are, yeah? And it's coming from a lion. It should be incredibly impeccable communication, which takes no time whatsoever, because all the facts are in place. Hey, you're a lion. So I'm trying to say, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. And here you go, yeah, 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 it sounds great. And But it hits the fucking programmed ears, yeah, programmed like a sheep, and suddenly the program translates your lion to I can become like a lion. That's not the message, yes? That's not the message. The message is you're a lion, so here it comes. You're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. But as soon as it gets here, there's a mental claiming and the mental claiming is based on being a sheep. I was a sheep, I'm gonna be a sheep, therefore I am a sheep. So when it hears the message, you're a lion, it goes into the conflict. How can that be? I'm a sheep. So it just translates it to fit the sheepness. I can become like a lion. That's like a fucking spiritual path. And this has nothing to do with a path. It has nothing to do with a path, yeah? There is no time it takes for the lion to become the lion that it already is, yeah? The, all the becoming would be predicated on, on being identified as a sheep. The sheep will spend years and years and years becoming like a lion with incredible security that it's a sheep. <laughs> Doesn't matter, and you know, and it's, worth, it's willing to go through lifetimes of becoming a lion because it knows better. It knows it's never going to become a lion because it is a lion. Yeah? This isn't a redundant experience. You are that which you're looking for. That's the whole point. So non-duality is just negating the basic premise, which is awareness of subjectivity that seems to be moving through this, has been attributed to the body by the mental state. The mental state claims that it's the one, this is what's conscious. 
that I'm seeing, I'm hearing, I'm feeling, I'm tasting, I'm touching. That's the mistake. Yeah. The subjectness has been attributed to the object. That's called dualism. And non-duality is a negating of that fucking premise. So that seeming fact is not seen as a fact from non-duality. Non-duality does not see that as a fact. It sees it as an assumed fact. Yeah? And the assumed fact will produce and procreate and fucking sire tons of other assumed facts. Yeah? So now suddenly, the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, Get, you get you lose that feeling of being alive. It's like uh, you know, getting a glass of a, a glass of the Colorado River and taking it home and thinking you have the Colorado River, but you've lost the main essence of the Colorado River is that it's rivering. Yeah, the fucking stagnant water isn't capturing the Colorado River. It's a verb. Yeah, so this is what happens. The seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, the mental state claims it and turns it into a dualistic interpretation. Subject, object, seer, seen, hearer, heard, feeling, felt, yeah, feeler, felt, yes? That's it. If that's not addressed, you're living under its shadow all freaking day. If you don't see it, you'll be looking from it. And then you'll be looking for what you are. And that's the greatest way for what you are to be hidden in plain sight, is what you are looking for. Yeah? That's the message. I used to go to satsangs and they described what I am. Consciousness, fucking devoid, like it's in Nebraska or something, <laughs> or this. And so what I wasn't was hearing all this seeming descriptions, which is descriptions of what cannot be described. Don't you ever read that stuff? It can never be said, never can be described, yet people are describing it all the freaking time and they're describing it to what you're not. They're trying to describe, this is what you are to what you're not. It doesn't go anywhere, because you are that. I remember I did a decent of talks at this bookstore, and the bookstore had books everywhere that they had just gotten in, and I, was, I saw one, and it was a book, it said Consciousness, and it was 1,200 pages. <laughs> now, what, this is what it would be like, Consciousness, yeah? Seemingly, a.k.a. Paul, would be reading about itself. 1,200 pages. <laughs> while it's consciousness. Do you hear me? Consciousness, the <laughs> Consciousness would never be motivated to read about itself. It is itself. Unless it was in the act of being taken to be something other than consciousness. So... As that, as that which is the one who's conscious, that which is the one who's conscious will read a 1,200 freaking page book on its own nature. All the while, 
conceptualizing what it is with the hopes that I may someday arrive there. <laughs> when you are the consciousness. <laughs> you can't, see, you know, I've just been sharing stuff for a long time and the thing has never changed the, the basic dictate. It says there's no point moving from this point because this point will affect every other point that comes after it. Because you will be taking yourself to be what you're not. Yeah? And that assumed fact will be the fact. And from that act of blindness, you'll be looking for what you are as what you're not, all the while being exactly what you're looking for. You're actually using what you're looking for to look for itself. To me, this is like a spiritual shoe store. Here's the shoe. Does it fit? Wear it. Yeah, just let the thing collapse. Just see it. See it for what it is. It's fabricated. It's... it's it lives on the tiniest thread, really. It has to, have you seen thoughts ever play out this way? They're always playing to some fucking audience in there. Yeah, that's what we are. We're that which is there at all times, listening to an incessant narration of us as a body. Yeah, of us as I was a body, I will be a body, therefore I am a body now. And so, the past is used to remember Paul now. The future is used to remember Paul. You call it worrying, but it's a remembering of Paul now. Yeah? So when there's, the, when there's the worry, there's the remembering of Paul in the past by memories and thoughts and shit like that. Yeah? I'm pictured as a body. When there's worrying about Paul in the future, I'm pictured as a body. Both of them are forms of remembering Paul as a body now. Yeah? Because right now, there is no body to be remembered in a sense. It has to be pictured in the past and the future to gain any real traction here. Yeah? So it I was, I will be, therefore I am. Yeah? It, it creates a mental mimicking of the I am that they speak about in I am that I am. Yeah? It mimics that, and it's, it, it arrives at I am Paul, for I was Paul, and I'm definitely going to be Paul, or why the hell would I be fucking worrying about this perfect stranger every freaking day? Yeah? So I at was, I will be, therefore I am. So we start in time, and there's something before time, and we are that which is before time. This is manufactured. It is reinforced, it's implied, it's assumed, it's insinuated. And because its basic premise, one of them is that time is linear, that there was a past and there's a present and it's inexorably moving to a future, that the magic trick of the mental state, it's a switcheroo. It uses that which comes after and implies it to be before. It's so incredible. So here it goes. I'll just share it with you. I've seen it, you know. It's, it's not difficult. It's like you don't need fucking microscopes. You just sit back and just watch. See what's going on, yeah? So here, just look at consciousness. We all share that, right? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. 
It doesn't seem to need any volition on your part, does it? You could take a vow, you're never gonna see a bird, but if your eyes are open, you look out a window, you may see a bird, yeah? Yeah, so there's a, hey guys, come on in. So there's, we, we can agree that seeing consciousness is an active verb, yes? It's an arm, yeah? So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Now when you were a baby, there was no sense of being the seer, yeah? You were just fucking consciousness. That's what's so attractive to any baby. There's nobody home, really. Thank God. <laughs> so here you are, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The mental state developed, the brain, and it came, it arises from the consciousness, and it claims the consciousness to infer that there's a seer. And the seer is pictured as a body. Yeah? That there's a feeler, and the feeler is pictured as a body. There's a hearer, and the hearer is pictured as a body, right? There's a thinker, and the thinker is pictured as a body. So now, all these activities where there's tons of them, you're going to see a lot of things all day. You're going to hear a lot of things. There's going to be, they say, 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. There's going to be a lot, but all of those activities are being used to claim that there is a seer. All the seeing is used to reinforce the one idea of being the seer. All the thoughts are, are being used to reinforce the idea of being the thinker. All the feelings are being used to reinforce the idea of being the, the feeler. All of them. So all day you see tons of different shit, but there's only one you seeing, yes? This is the bondage of self. The bondage of self is the bondage of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, the smeller, and all like that. It's the bondage of self, yeah? And it's an activity. Yeah? It's an activity. Actually never happened, but it, 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 in, it, in a, in a, it infers there was a historical bondage, and there's going to be a bondage. <laughs> It's unbelievable, really, because we're so trained to see time as a linear, we don't see that, all right, that which comes after, which is the idea of Paul, yeah, is implied to be before. So you watch it. We use a, we use a term called selfing for all the activity that's reinforcing the idea of being a self, yeah? So the selfing, thoughts, memories, the, the interpretation of perceptions, all these things, yeah? So here they go. So let's say I'm there's selfing, and then there's the idea of self. So a guy who had seen me quite a lot brought this up at a meeting in L.A., and he says, all right, Paul, let's call Paul, the self Paul and the selfing Pauling. And he goes, how much is Paul Pauling on a bad day? Like 80%, 70%, and how much is Paul Pauling on a good day? 10%, 5%, 15%? And he had this whole tape. But the whole thing was off because the polling is what's used to imply the Paul. See? The polling, the narration, the selfing in one's head implies the Paul. Paul comes from the selfing. There is no Paul polling. There is no self-selfing. There's selfing that's being used to imply a, a self. There's polling that's being used to imply a Paul. So the Pauling claimed produces the Paul, and then Paul is presupposed to be 
to be before the calling and then takes ownership of the calling. And now you're bonded as being the one who has the narration. The thing that's driving you crazy, you fucking adopted as yours. You have a thought, you own the thought, it owns you. You own the feelings, the, uh, one feeling can ruin your fucking Hawaiian vacation. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. And we want to rush and get into cryptic fucking metaphysical concepts. We don't even see the building blocks of this event. This event is verbing, complete verbing. The mental state claims the verbing to imply the noun. We play the role of the noun as the body, but it's not the body. The body signifies you're the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the loser, the haver, the alpha, the omega. That's what it does. Yeah? And now you own that which isn't yours. And the narration, the, 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 the language in the head will say, imply you have tons of shit to do with shit you have nothing to do with. All freaking day. They'll just constantly be owning shit that you have nothing freaking to do with. You want to see a simple example? When you talk with people, they go, I didn't want to feel that. The feeling was noticed by consciousness. The mental state arose as the feeler afterwards. And then because it's after the feeling, it has no power over the feeling. And it goes, I didn't want to feel that, but it felt it. All day. This isn't just a one event at 7.45 on a Wednesday night. We're describing the activity of the mental state. Because why? Because you're not that. And if you see that you're not that, you'll find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are from what you're not, you'll see what you're not and you will be what you are. Not next week, but right now. And you'll realize you've never not been what you are. You've never not been what you are. I don't care how much you thought the different or felt the different. All this bullshit hasn't changed a damn thing. Yeah? You can have tons of shit appear in the sky. Not one of those things affect the sky. Not one. There's a lot of rain hitting us. Nothing is, the sky is not wet. It's just a giant open space just like we are. It allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by any of it. Let a little of that come into this experience. You'll travel lighter here. You'll travel lighter as that which you're not. I've observed it. I have memories of Paul a Paul that could not not get arrested every freaking week. A Paul that got rolled over twice in one night, which is very difficult to do, <laughs> by the same car. A Paul that ended up in a, in a fucking hospital bed for 10 fucking months. A Paul, and I wouldn't say that Paul was exhibiting much traveling light. <laughs> It seemed like he was traveling quite heavy. And that Paul, if it had any alcohol or drugs in it, it realized it had magnetic appeal to people in uniform. It put out a beacon, and I got a lot of shit happening. I mean, constantly. Yeah. Now, suddenly, that Paul 
it's attempting to manage this life always led it to having to be managed by other people. I spent two years and three months in programs, two years in one and three months in the other. I've spent many nights in jails and hospitals and shit, all based on me managing this fucking place, which I'm not managerial quality. Yeah, I'm not. I do well if I'm directed, but as a director, no fucking way. So what happened? Something's happened where that all has chilled out for a long, 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 long time, yeah? Without any thought or effort or maintenance or vigilance, really. The least I do, the better it is, really. Because I have seen, I have truly seen in this, my own experiment, that this is the act of, of obscuration. This is it. That which wants to get clear is actually the obscuring of clarity. The more you want it, the more obscure it will be. It's a loss of interest that occurs, a real loss of interest. And you can't set out to lose interest, that would be interest, yeah? There's a loss of interest in it. Something hits and lands, and then there's eruptions, and there's tremors, and there's things get shook up, and basically what you are really is an observation and an expression. You really are. You can observe that things have changed and there's no way the narration can get itself before that. It can't. It can't make the leap. It's so obvious. It has nothing to do with it at all. So fucking obvious. It finally, with incredible humility, just fucking bends down. Yes? Yeah. And you realize... It's a rude awakening. You realize all your shenanigans to try to produce something is probably the enemy of it ever being produced, really. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we have a thing in recovery that says, you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Well, first, you, if you're going to start quitting God, you should see what quitting, what, you know, God, playing God looks like, maybe. So maybe you'll recognize recognize it, yeah? Because what happens is that which is playing God is taken to be you, yeah? And so that which is playing God hears you gotta quit playing God, so then it sets out to quit playing God, that's fucking playing God. <laughs> that which is playing God can never quit playing God. <laughs> this is the, that's it. All your moves, no, yeah, no. <laughs> It's a rude awakening. You do not have the ability. You cannot experience what you are. You cannot study what you are. You cannot understand what you are. You can only be what you are. You can study everything else. You can understand everything else. You can experience, you can all that, but you can't put that modus operandi on what you are. Yeah, so that's the beauty of non-duality. It isn't setting you off on a, it's not a call to arms to let's go to the oneness, it's disarming. You realize this is the, this is the deterrent. This is the obscuration. This is not the vehicle that's meant to be used for this trip because there's no trip to take, yeah? And if you look at the source code of this system of self-centeredness, it runs into this wall that was observed by people trying to recover from it, 
And their statement was, self can't get out of self, which is one of the most incredible statements. But the fact is, that self will keep trying to get out of self. And after it runs into a wall like 20 times, it's not going to stop doing that. It's just going to change vehicles, <laughs> try to get it through spirituality, go back to drugs, da, 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 diet, working out. Yes, constantly. You can't, it's, you're not going to, as the system, you're not going to fix the system. You've seen the source code. Its aberration is fucking very stubborn. It's not going to get that it is not the vehicle or it has it doesn't have the the tools or the gauge or you know like the thing that you put in to pick up the bunny and the thing. <laughs> this thing can't you can't get yourself. <laughs> it just can't because it's you that you are doing this. <laughs> This is the fun. Ah, how could that possibly be? My whole fucking life is based. No, no, it is not your life. It's its life. That which you're not is what's afraid of this. Yeah, we say, this is the way to look at it. Here's snake. Snake every year, it doesn't molt its skin. There's a molting of the skin, yeah? This is the language we speak. It sounds like the snake, oh, it's time to molt, and then it's, no. It's just a fucking... Activity that happens to snakes. All right, so we're going to look at the molting of the skin of the snake from two points of view. From the snake's point of view and from the skin's point of view. And let's say the skin is what you're not, yeah? So the skin has a whole story that it's the whole snake, yeah? And it gets a little worried when the molting starts to occur <laughs> because it realized the snake will continue without the skin. So it sort of blows its whole story of being the snake. So it's jacking into the snake's head and it keeps telling the snake, buy a lot of moisturizer, <laughs> don't go out in the sun, watch out for that rock. <laughs> and so to me, to it, the molting is like Armageddon. Now to the snake, it's like hallelujah. When the snake gets its new skin, it's gonna be shinier, it's smoother, it'll travel lighter, attract females, yes? All this stuff. So it's a big win for the snake, but to the, the skin, it's like Armageddon. Now, most of us seemingly identified as this. We're taking ourselves to be the skin, and we're listening to the skin's narrative. Yeah. And the skin is telling us, don't go there. It's forbidden. <laughs> That's why it's so happy if you believe you can become what you already are. <laughs> It will sign up for tons of retreats. I sat 13 hours a day in Thai forests. <laughs> you will go to great lengths as long as you know it's never going to actually come to pass. <laughs> the mental state. The mental state is loves it, it loves the act of becoming, but it doesn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good one where I went to my first sweat. You ever hear of sweats in Native Indians? I got sober in the uh, first few years. This lady that I knew said, hey, there's this huge sweat going to happen in Mount Shasta. And she wanted me to go. And I said, sure. We drove up there. I took my own car. She went with hers. Drove up there. And uh, it was like I didn't know anyone other than her. And, but I figured it out, this was a real big event for the people who are into sweats because they were coming from all around the country on Harleys and they had all the nicknames and they had, they had the 
Indian from Oklahoma, and they built these huge things. And so the first day, I go in there, and there's a lot of people in the tent. What it's not even a tent; it's this thing. And uh, I'm standing up, and I'm holding the the rafters. They build this thing out of sapling and stuff, and they put leather or whatever. And I'm holding it. And then the flat goes, it goes totally down, and they have a big pit with these super hot boulders, and they start throwing water with herbs on it, and the Indians spray, yeah? And so it's hot, because heat rises. So I want to sit down, but there's no room. So I'm like stuck on a subway in hell. It's burning my underarms, my nose, and I'm just wanting to fucking get out of there. But I don't want to lose spiritual face. Because <laughs> I know if I split now, I'm going to be talked about the whole fucking weekend. So I'll die here. I'll die before I lose my face. But I mean, my nose burnt, my ears, this thing. <laughs> and I just rushed. And then I jumped in the stream, felt great. And then, you know, I, the next session, I sat right next to the flap. Right next to the flap. And all the prayers, all I was praying is stop fucking throwing the water on those boulders. <laughs> and then wait. So let's fast forward like 10 years later or something. I'm working with some guys and one of the Christian, one of my sponsees, they're all white guys from fucking Minneapolis, whatever. But they get into Native American Indian. And so they're going to have a sweat in Petaluma in the backyard. This guy's backyard. And I'm their sponsor, and I don't feel like going, but I want to support them, Christian. So we go there, and they, they built a sweat, and they got an Indian from Oklahoma. I guess you could just call up. They had an Indian from Oklahoma, and we had uh, coolers and food and a little fire going outside. So we get in the tent, and uh, I realize it's hot, and I just get up and leave. <laughs> and I start eating all the food and drinking, and I can hear them moaning and praying, and I'm sitting there, starlit night in Petaluma. I said, what happened? What changed? What fucking changed? This message had changed me. <laughs> I realized <laughs> I am that which I've been looking for. I mean, seriously, literally. Yeah. How are you going to find that out if you're being used to keep looking for it. <coughs> How are you going to find out the only place it's available is right now when the mental state isn't addicted to seeking? It's always looking for a bigger, better next moment. All of these are ways of blinding the fact that's available. Yeah, It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no request, no fucking requirements. You are that. Not as this, but as that. Yeah? So, we always try just to keep talking to what you are about what you're not. Because if what you are not tries to see that it's not this, it just gets fucking, you know, you, you're going to need a divine proctologist. You're going to be so up the fucking ass of self, you have to be pulled out, you know? But if you hear it as what you are, and you see you're not that, the possibility of being free from it will be available. And like I was saying earlier, what it showed me, I had been trying to be free as it since I was six years old. Yeah? I didn't see that I was not this. I thought this was what wanted to be free, and I wanted to be free as this, and that is the bondage of self. 
And if you just stop, it just validates the whole thing. Yeah, this has turned into the last answer in this in this life of the action figure Paul. And the last answer is a damn good answer because it negates any need for any other fucking answer concerning this topic, yeah? You don't spend a second looking for what can't be found. You're as clear as the fucking sunny day. You don't need to polish the mirror. All you'll see is your big head in it, yeah? Just. I heard this message, there was an entertaining of it. On this level, it allowed a traveling lighter that stabilized for a long, long time. That doesn't demand vigilance or maintenance or fucking work, or it's going to erode unless you keep giving it mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. It seems to engage in self, it's sort of self-perpetuating, yes. And uh, it has me reading Yankee blogs and stuff like that. I don't read any spiritual shit. I think what people call spirituality is so bastardized, it's unbelievable, really. Just, just blows me away, totally. I mean, we're talking about our inherent or innate nature. There's nothing spiritual about it, really, other than it's of spirit, but nothing spiritual about it, really. It's just a fact. The fact is we're all awake, yeah? Here, in this dreaming, you can seem to be awake to that fact, it can appear to you that you're awake, or it can appear to you that you're asleep, but it doesn't change the fact of the awakeness. And I don't see how you can dispute the basic experience of consciousness. It's before your volition, yeah, you're on. It's obvious you really have nothing to do with it, yeah. What is that? If you describe that, you would see yourself as a verb. You would see yourself as seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Really, that would be, you'd, you'd be on the pulse at least. Now you're here. Yeah? You'd be on the pulse. But instead, the mental state has derived, by the claiming of the, all the verbing, a story about being the noun, which would be fine if it was placed in the rightful position of after the verb, but unfortunately, it keeps being prophesized as before the verb. And so now, the imaginary noun is taking on a lot of, a lot of burden, a lot of luggage, by the claiming of verbing that it has very little to do with. It's like the horse in front of the cart. Just have the verbing before the making of the noun, and you'll travel lighter, really. Instead of the noun before the verbing, which promotes a lot of heaviness, in my view. The difference between a thought and your thought is monstrous. The weight that your thought can hold is unbelievable. Or just like a resentment, or your resentment, 
If a yore is before resentment, you may be worshiping it for 50 fucking years. You're giving it life for 50 years. A resentment may be of something that actually never even happened. Yeah? But if you and I, as this, are confronted with a miracle, we forget it in about an hour. But when you imagine slights and fucking things for 40, 50 years, you gotta see there's a bias there. <coughs> yeah? I mean, look at it. If you're feeling really good, how long does it last for you before the head gets on it and starts thinking, they're gonna find out I'm a fraud, I don't deserve this, I haven't done enough. But if you start feeling bad, it tells you it's the begin beginning of a lifelong depression. Do you want that to be playing a fucking rabid accordion act on you? You know, good, bad, <laughs> pulling out the notes, of the imaginary notes of Jesus, it's insane, it's slavery. It's fucking slavery. Yeah. If you... F We're enslaved to what's not happening. Yeah. The mental state lives in what's not happening. Yeah. And when what's happening takes itself to be the imaginary action figure, what's not happening now overrides what's happening, yeah? And so now my Wednesday night is predicated on last week or next week, really. I could be totally fucked up by uh, December 31st on December 11th. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> Do you see a Labrador suffering that? <laughs> Fucking at home? <laughs> like the cat that we have, you think the cat is flipping out about December 31st? No. It's just a... Uh, Before you get into this as the vehicle, question it, yeah? Check out the tires, <laughs> read the manual. Yeah, it may, not, it may not be suited to be a chariot of the gods. <laughs> so your transportation to the heaven, heavenly spheres. It's a body. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be over quickly. 80 years, 70 years, 90 years. <laughs> so stoked by this message. I mean, it's the, I'm a, this action figure has a slacking type of ability, you know, I'm sort of, I'm into the easier, softer way. This is supremely easier and softer because there is no way. <laughs> Cut out the whole way. <laughs> Don't you feel that's what they're saying? Have you read stuff? You know, the seeker is the sort. What are they implying there? What did St. Francis imply by saying what's looking is what you're looking for? Obviously, it didn't say what's looking uh, after you work out for 50 fucking years is, will be what you're looking for. No, what's looking right now is what you're looking for. So if you recognize what you're looking for, isn't that, you've just been corrected by St. Francis. That's all, isn't it? He's just, he just gave you, a, from 800 years ago, a correction. If you're looking for a lot of shit that isn't what's looking, he just said, hey, I'm just humbly offering you a suggestion. You know what you're looking for? It's what's looking. So you're using what's looking to look for what you're looking for. Yeah, don't you see something's off there? 
And then the famous one, uh, Hoang Po, a great Zen master, said, hey, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah, so it just, just negated the whole story. That's the basis of the narration of the head. The narration believes it's the body that's perceiving. And Hoang Po just said, whatever can be perceived, which are bodies, cannot be that which is perceiving. There you go, you're off the game board, completely. No, no, not gonna work. <laughs> you're off the game board, you've been disqualified. Yeah. So whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. The dualism is the confusion of that. The dualism has confused awareness with a body. That's all. The mental state, that's what it does. It attributes awareness to the object. And so now the object believes it's the subject. And that's not so. Do you have to look at 800 steps after that? Why not look at where how it starts? That's where the relief is before that. The relief from this bondage is before it, yeah? If you see it from what you are, you'll see you're not that. And then its hold on you will severely, severely diminish, yes? Yeah. And so you'll know the tree by its roots. You'll get some fucking relief that stabilizes. What more do you freaking want as this, yeah? You're not trying to get into the moment, you realize you can't be out of the moment. It's just that freaking simple. So all this, all the books that were ever sold about how to get into the moment were predicated on a lie, really. The lie was that you can be out of a moment. You can't be. It's impossible. Yeah? And then there's this huge drive to get out of what you're not in, which is self. You want to get out of what you're not in, and you want to get into what you're not out of. It's like bizarro world. And so in that case, every move needs to be seen as probably, it's, it's, it's not leading me to clarity, it's obscuring the aforementioned clarity. Yeah. Wow, well then what's one to do? I don't know, so let's see what happens. Stop and see where you go from there. Yeah. So if you medit, if there's meditation, the act of meditation, and then you'll see the meditator is derived from that, then maybe you'll have a damn good time at the meditation retreat. But if the meditation is claimed and, and is used to reinforce the meditator, it's just another act of being bound to self. So at least now, in the spiritual packages, like the cigarettes, you'll have a warning. This is going to be dangerous to your innate health. And maybe you can have a considered uh, understanding of what happens when the doing is claimed to imply the doer. Because I don't think there's a process that's faster than that process. I don't. I have not seen a process that can outdraw that process. The mental state's process of claiming doing to imply the doer probably takes less than a second. You'll just start getting ready, it's already in place. You know, you'll be you know, the fight's already you lost already. <laughs> what? You knocked you started out knocked out. <laughs> so what's one to do? Maybe, baby, maybe if you're not the noun, then you're here and then shit. 
you're out by not by realizing you've never been in. That's how your out is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If the if the in was real and you escape, you're going to be in another in. You're going to have to get out of that and in and out and in and out and it just goes on and on and on. It's like a slinky, an eternal slinky. Just right, right, right. Really, in and out. It's all the duality that they're negating. Non-duality is not two. There's not in or out. There's not either or. There's not this or that. There just is. Yeah. Now, does there appear to be this and that? Yes. Does it appear to be this? Yes. But it, it's totally predicated on what we are for it to appear. Yes? For something to appear to be real, like in AA, we say false evidence appears real, an acronym for fear. Look at it. False evidence appears real. It needs something that's real to appear real too. Yeah? We are the trigger of the fear. When we, disguised as Paul, take false evidence to be real, it provokes or promotes anxiety, yeah? But can false evidence, if something isn't true, can it truly have an effect? No, unless what's true is entertaining it, yeah? In the Course of Miracles, they call it causeless effects, yeah? Dreaming are causeless effects. There's a fact, we feel like something's happening, but I'm telling you right now, if you dreamt tonight of a five second gulp of a Slurpee, yeah, and then the next night, a 300 year opus, yeah, it would take the exact same amount of time to wake up from both dreams. Time has nothing to do with fucking anything unless you're in it, yeah? If you woke up, it wouldn't take three months to wake up from the 300-year dream. It would be just like the five-second dream, yeah? But while you were in the dream, it felt like three fucking hundred years, yes? And in the dream, it felt like five seconds. But outside the dream, none of them, they had no effect. The 300-year dream had no, did not have 300 years of effect. The five-second did not have five-second years of effect. Why? Because time doesn't fucking matter unless we're in it. That's that. I rest my case. Jeff's a homeboy from Baldwin. <clears throat> now, he knew of me, right, when I was in Long Island. There's no way Paul Hedeman... Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> there's no way a Paul Hedeman of that version was ever going to be a Paul Hedeman of this version because there wasn't a Paul Hedeman and there isn't a Paul Hedeman. That's the, so it can be any version it wants. <laughs> yeah. So, and if you're interested, uh, we have tons of web, you know, videos and I have books with us in the car and... Uh, you can repeat this idea and see if it works for you. If it allows you to travel lighter as Paul or Maureen, then you're on to something, yeah? It just tells you the fundamental reasons why it's not working, because you're trying to work it too much, really, yeah? You're trying to do and have yourself into a prior condition. <laughs> if you're in the prior condition, then doing and having would fucking obscure it, don't you see? 
no matter how beautiful the intention is, it's off. Because if you are that, looking for it would be the blindness to it. Yes, you see? If you are that, as this looking for it would be the blindness to it. Yeah. If there's a loss of interest in this, yeah, it has plenty of interest. It will survive from whatever destiny it has. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the interest itself that's the obscuring agent. Yeah. We're given meanings galore to tons of shit all day based on a meaning that's been given to this, as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, yeah. See if it, is, if it isn't so, maybe its rules and regulations won't fucking weigh so heavy on you anymore. Maybe you'll have a travel lighter, and maybe there'll be an acceptance where there was no acceptance to be found. Maybe the urban renewal project called Paul will be fucking canceled, yeah. Paul isn't shooting people anymore. It's not fucking robbing things. It's not in prison. It's not in jail. Paul needs very little surveillance and scrutiny. Not fucking, his doesn't need much interest at all. And it's continuing on quite well on its own little power. Yeah. Mind can lift off of that and just, you know, fucking entertain serenity and peace and shit like that. Yeah. Why not? And be of service. Not by trying to be, but because you're available and you're present. How can you not be of service if you're available and present? That's being of service. Now, if you believe you're not available and not present, you're going to have to convince yourself of shit. Yeah? You are. You're going to have to prove to yourself that you're something. But if you are that, there will be no need for fucking proof. You'll be of service. You will be available and present. And you'll never get chipped in this life. You'll be here sleeping, fucking, never get chipped. So, yeah. That's that. I'm surprised by how many people came tonight. Fuck. Life always surprises me. It does, really. As soon as this thing thinks it's got a sussing something, this the funny thing is, this was really thinking it was going to get something for years. It was putting up with a lot of these talks about nothing, there's nothing to get, but it thought there was going to be something to get. But then it hit a, a rude awakening about seven years ago. I'm getting fucking squat. <laughs> there's nothing to get here. This is the most empty experience I go through. There's nothing to be had. Can't have a memory of it, can't have nothing. It's just mind bugging. It's like a big, beautiful fucking hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, well, any questions? Uh, no, all right. Well, uh, if you want to, some of us, we go out to eat. If you want to come, it looks like a large group, but maybe not all of us. So let me select the ones I want to go have dinner with.